are tuned into the ETBU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Texas Tiger Podcast. I'm Adam P. Ledyard here, Assistant AD for Communications at East Texas Baptist University. And today we bring you Defensive Coordinator Jordan Collins. Jordan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me again, Adam. Jordan, this is your fourth year at ETBU. We're going to get to know you here in the next 15, 20 minutes as we talk to you more about your life. But tell us a little bit about your journey. Where did you get into football? I believe that football was uh, something that I kind of was just led into from family. Uh, I think the first player that I truly said, man, I think football is cool because of this guy was actually Donovan McNabb, who ended up being the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, Fly, Eagles, Fly. And that's where I really, truly uh, got my love for the game, honestly, watching Donovan McNabb whenever he got to the Eagles. And then that that was your part that you liked and, and started liking football. Tell us a little about your, your high school experience, and then we know you played Division One football and going into that. Uh, high school experience, it was cool. Uh, we ended up uh, not doing the greatest my senior year, so that came with its life lessons. But personally, I had a pretty good season. Um, I did a, a little bit of uh, bouncing around before I ended up getting to Incarnate Word, where uh, you mentioned a Division One team. Uh, that was a great experience as well. And even there, we had our, our trials and our issues. I mean, my Sophomore and junior year, I think we won maybe a total of four games. Uh, but my senior year, you know, we got a new coaching staff in. And anybody who knows me knows how I speak about my senior year. And that was just, it was a phenomenal experience from uh, playing with tremendous guys, uh, plenty of my close friends, including uh, the guys that, you know, were already there that, that also were seniors and now juniors and stuff from the older team. But the freshman class that came in, they were phenomenal, as well as the coaching staff that came in. Something that they preached to us was just uh, how to be a team. I think that's where uh, I, I know I'm jumping forward a little bit, but you see things like Saturday night that just happened. I, I mean, those lessons were learned with that football team from my senior year, uh, just how to be a squad and how to love one another. So that's my experience, I'd say, from playing. Tell us a little about uh, where you're from, what town you grew up in, and uh, you know what was some some good football experiences that you've had uh, through playing. Uh, I am from down south of Houston in Galveston County. Uh, all my G County people stand up, uh, specifically League City. Uh, my experiences down there they were good. I mean, we had uh, we had tough coaches growing up. You know. Um, we had a lot of good football players that we were surrounded by. Um, you know, you got some notable names, one being right now that everybody knows very well, Mike Evans. You know, I got to see him growing up and just I could name a bunch of people from Galveston County, but we had a bunch of good football players. So you see a lot of good football. Uh, only thing about it is it's it's uh, a suburb of Houston. So, you know, sometimes you feel like it can get overlooked. But again, there's a lot of good football down there. So I'd say I had a good time. Growing up playing in the Galveston County area. So Houston, and in the video we made earlier this year, uh, first meeting, you're wearing a Houston Astros jersey, you're repping Houston. Uh, are you H-Town proud? H-Town proud, but specifically on that jersey, you see G-County on the back. I'm always BG-County before H-Town, but H-Town comes with it. <laughs> That's good, especially for recruiting down in that area to have that connection as, as many great athletes they are down in Houston. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tremendous amount of athletes. You know, I tell people all the time, 
Uh, if you want really good athletes, just go down to Houston and go to a training facility and you'll find everything you need. Go to a seven on seven tournament, go to a lineman challenge. You'll find everything you need as far as uh, athletic guys, big guys, strong guys, fast guys. You can get the whole thing. Now, as a, a defensive coordinator, you've got a defensive lineman background. Tell us a little about, you know, you, you, uh, working out, getting stronger, uh, what, what you developed in yourself as a defensive lineman coming up through high school and college. I think it was all about the explosive work as well as training, just your hand dive, as well as your, uh, your footwork. Um, I feel like I'm big on the footwork. Uh, I feel like I can train anybody, any position if it comes to when it comes to getting your footwork better. Uh, hands and eyes are also extremely important. Um, but the the one that really brings it all together is having that pop. And when I say that pop, I just mean the explosion. Uh, training as a defensive lineman, if you can't get separation, if you can't get off the football, if you can't make the line of scrimmage change as you get off the ball, I just feel like it's hard to uh, compete at any level. So I would say that's the uh, that's the big points right there for that. Do you have any big defensive linemen that you you like to watch? You know, from the past, uh, currently. You know, I, I'm a, a Buckeye fan. Larry Johnson, the defensive line coach at Ohio State, the people he's produced. Uh, there's, you know, there was JJ Watt in the NFL. I like to watch Reggie White when he was with the Packers when he played. So a lot of those defensive guys that you know come through and just show their dominance on the defensive line. Uh, tell us a little bit about. Uh, who you like to watch or who you watched or who you thought was really good and, and that's somebody that's good now that you like to, to do technique stuff after. I think you named a bunch of OGs that are really, really good. Those are all great names. Uh, to piggyback on those, I'll say one coach that I feel like is the most elite in the country, uh, Coach Brandon Jordan. Uh, sometimes I, I get to chop it up with him every, every couple of weeks. He's actually the Seahawks defensive line coach. Um, I got to watch that guy grow basically into what he is now. And he's been a big influence on myself as well as uh, uh, Coach Q, the defensive line coach now here. Um, he's just been a, a a testament to where the game has gone now. That being said, these the names that you named earlier are great, great names as far as what the defensive line play used to be like. J.J. Watt is one that kind of caught the transition of it, I believe, because he is, in my opinion, one of the godfathers of – pass rush and defensive line play. Uh, but to name some of my, my favorite now would be uh, Quentin Williams. He's a great one. I really enjoy watching DeForest Buckner. Shout out, Buck. Um, uh, another one would be Max Crosby. Um, you got your other edge guys. You got your Von Millers, um, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, you could just keep going. But I'd say the GOAT, I think the greatest D lineman, and I'd argue one of the greatest football players ever in the history of football is Aaron Donald. I think Aaron Donald has changed the game as far as how you can view what a defensive lineman is, being that he's a DT and you literally have to double team him every play. Um, if you don't, it's probably going to be something bad in the backfield going on. So the way he's helped evolve this game, I think he deserves the credit as probably the best defensive lineman ever. And talking a little bit of NFL, you had a chance to coach in the NFL last summer as part of their uh, college coaching circuit where you got selected to go be a part of a team. I believe it was with the Colts that you were with. Uh, tell us a little bit about you know that experience, the, the three weeks you're up there, uh, some of the, the people you met, the things you learned, and what you brought back to ETBU with that. Uh, 
Honestly, man, that that's again. Every time I get asked about that experience, that's just a. It's an opportunity, man, to learn that everybody is good at their job. And again, it just doesn't matter at what. There's somebody in that organization that has proved to be one of the best in the nation or in the world at their job. Uh, and that goes from janitorial to the cooking crew to the organization crew, the people who, who set up the field, the coaches, everything, the whole nine yards. So some of the things that I took from that was just be prepared. Um, you have to be prepared and then preparation becomes adjustment. Um, I think that, you know, everybody there took their job really seriously. Um, all the things that we did were just in such timely fashion. It was always really organized. So it's just, I felt like I came back home like a robot. I remember coming in the door for the team meeting. I actually showed up the, the day I got off the plane back home to Texas. I had to drive then to the team meeting, which was at seven o'clock. And I remember walking in. And everybody was trying to ask me questions and wanting to, you know, just chop it up. And I'm still just in zombie mode because I was in such a routine of do this, do that, stay up this late to get this done, be here at this time, do this, have energy for this. You need to get that ready. It was just a lot of that going on. So, but my overall experience was just, again, it was amazing because I think I learned so many things and I learned so many things to be able to, to, um, I guess give to, not only the coaches that are around me, but coaches that I'll be around in the future and players I'll be around in the future, as well as the players I'm around right now. So just a lot of knowledge that you were able to sponge up. With that, now you became the defensive coordinator in January, I believe. Tell us a little about what you want in a player and what you see in your defenses. You've got one of the, the better defenses in the American Southwest Conference and Division III. Uh I guess what you want to see in a player is just um, – what is their ability? Um, and, you know, I feel like that, that could get some backlash on what people may say, what you want to see in the players. Some person, some coaches may say, Oh, I want to see speed or I want to see power or I want to see this, that and the other. I just want to see what you're good at because I feel like the game today is being able to again adjust. And when I say adjust is be able to be multiple, um, defensively specifically. You have to be able to shape shift. You have to be able to look like you're doing something and change into something. You have to be able to be one defense one week and one defense the next week. It's just finding the bridge and being the same through different looks. It's just finding the bridge and making this player that's not as good as that player be just as good as that player, but in his own way. So I think that in looking for a player, I just need to find what is, number one, how can I push him, what's his button, two, what is he really good at, and how can he play really fast with that ability? We always like to talk faith on our podcast and with the coach, especially being here at ETBU. Tell us a little bit about your your walk with Christ and how he helps you daily with things. Man, that's that's a good one right there. Um uh, my daily walk with Christ, I feel like, uh, you know, if you see me in the weight room, you see me on that Stairmaster, and I'm trying to survive half the time. You know, I get my 20 minutes in. Shout out to Dr. Sanders. I'm trying to keep up with him. Uh, but that's a that's one of the times that I really lean on, you know, faith is whenever I'm working out. It just reminds me, you know, Jesus went through something way worse than any of us could ever bear. So if I can't, you know, just survive this this hour and a half long workout, man. I can't imagine if I was in his shoes. And that's not the only example, but that's one that I think of daily because I try to get it in by the day, just a quick workout and things like that, just to clear my mind, let my mind do better. Um, but, man, when you talk about faith, you know, I got two ETBU, I believe, on faith. 
Um, you know, my first job was in Pennsylvania. I actually was um, on a cruise after completing a year at Albright University. Shout out to Albright. And um, I just got off the cruise. My phone's lighting up and I'm getting all the text messages because I haven't had service. And one of the text messages pops up. That East Texas Baptist is looking for a defensive line coach and they're really uh, ready to interview you. And I'm sure they're going to hire you is what the text said. And, you know, I jumped on it immediately because ain't no place like Texas and I wanted to come home. And sure enough, um, I had my interview process and they brought me on. And I think it was just a testament, you know, just to, you know, I, I jumped on that plane to go to Pennsylvania, not knowing anyone over there. And it was just like something told me to go. And and sure enough, I ended up back in Texas at a place like ATBU where faith is very important and the, the Lord is present in all facets of this uh, in this campus. So. I think that, you know, when you talk about your daily walk, you know, I had a reminder from the day I, I, I got here that faith is involved in everything I do at this university. Talking about ETBU being home, uh, I'm sure in these, these four years you've had chances and looks at other schools, but you've chose to stay at ETBU. What keeps you here and keeps you going at ETBU? Just going to keep it plain and simple, man. I just want to win. I just feel like the job ain't done. We got something to do and we got something to prove. And the specific word in that is we. I feel like I got a squad with me. I feel like I got a coaching staff behind me. I feel like I got a coaching staff with me is what I'd rather say. And I feel like I should say I got a a, a team that's with me. Um, we're just together. We're in this. Again, you know, I'm jumping forward if you're going to ask about it. But Saturday night is, is, isn't a test to what I mean by when I say we're, we're here and we're with it uh, and we're together. So... Uh, I just feel like the job isn't done. And, you know, if the job does become done here in the next couple games and or seasons, you know, you never know what that means for the future. But I just know right now I feel like there's something that, that we haven't finished here at ETBU. So that's that's why I'm here. We can talk quickly about that. Uh, ETBU is down 31-7 Saturday night, first home game of the season 2023. Come back, pretty much shut them out the second half, give up a late touchdown deny the, the two-point conversion, and they missed the field goal, and we went 38-37. Talk a little bit about that game, second half, what you guys did to adjust, and just the, the coaching staff, being as young as they are, helped these players adjust at halftime, both offense and defensively, to help win this game. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, the adjustments were, were simple football adjustments. You know, you see what you see. Uh, they gave you what they gave you and you have to just go in and dial it up and, and make sure that you're, you're sure about what you want to do because you only got 30 minutes left whenever it comes, you know, down to it. Um, you know, you ask how, you know, a young staff is able to do that. Uh, I, I give it in a test to our players, to be honest. I think our players genuinely look at us on this staff in such a high presence of they don't want to disappoint us and or let us down or lose for us that you know, it gave us that fire to be like, okay, we got to have their back and put them in position to go win this game. Um, now, I'm a big adamant for uh, advocate for this. I mean, um, when I say the game ain't over till it's till it's over. When the clock hits zero, that's when the game is over. So that was just how that was the mindset. You know, at halftime we talked about we're gonna make a couple switches. Uh, one being, you know, I wasn't on the field anymore either. I had to go up to the box. I had to see it from there. Um, from that point on, we started rolling. Offense starts scoring. We get a defensive touchdown. Offense scores again. We get another pick. Offense scores again. Next thing you know, it's a three-point game. 
you know, you just got to look in the mirror and say, am I ready to fight or am I going to lay it down? And I think we were ready to fight. Uh, I was very proud of everyone, uh, players and coaches included. Certainly uh, head coach, Coach Rue, I really appreciated how he was just so energetic throughout the whole game when it came to just keep fighting, keep fighting, keep fighting. Uh, the the presence of be courageous and just keep keep battling, that was just that was the words on the sideline. And it happened, and we came out victorious at the end. And that's a testament to you guys uh, coaching, coaching the players to get better with it, showing them what to do, and just what the staff is doing under Coach Rue only in the second week of the season. So now we're going to get to know uh, Coach Collins here briefly real quick with a little game. We'll do a this and that type game, and uh, we'll see what he has to say. We always like to start out with easy things. Are they slides or are they sandals? And slides, man. <laughs> Do you like uh, Crocs or sandals? Probably Crocs. Put them in sport mode. Is it uh, hamburgers or a pizza? I'll take a Juicy's Burger for sure. Mexican or uh, Cajun? Cajun. Cajun. I'm from Southeast Texas, baby. (laughs) Mountains or the ocean? Probably on the ocean. We can go fishing. And then we back to the Cajun food. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite ETBU combo? Ooh, that's hard. I really enjoy that Valor, but I think I'm going with that Icy White, man. I like the All White. Favorite food to eat? Favorite food to eat? We taking it right back to the water, baby. We going fried fish with it. Uh, favorite vacation place? Favorite vacation place. I really think uh, my all-time favorite vacation spot that I've never been to, I want to say that, would be Dubai and or Bora Bora. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Hot dog is trash. I don't even want to talk about it. Favorite NFL team, which I think you've already told us who it is. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. Favorite college team? ETBU. I'll also throw this in there. Florida State and LSU. (laughs) And let's see. One last one. Um, Favorite place to road trip to? Favorite place to road trip. I really enjoy Central Texas and all angles. So I really like College Station, Waco, uh, that kind of area. But the best one over in Central would be Austin. I'm going to throw one in there. Favorite football atmosphere you've seen besides ETBU on Friday night or Saturday nights that you've seen or been to seen or been to who that's a hard one I really think that Kyle Field is up there man over in the Aggie land that's that's a good atmosphere I can't even deny it all right well we've been talking to defensive coordinator Jordan Collins here at ETBU one of the coaches here on the staff for the football team in his fourth season here. Coach, thanks for talking to us here on the podcast. Thank you for having me again, Adam. You've been listening to the Texas Tiger Podcast. I'm Adam P. Ledyard. Until next week, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again. You're tuned into the ETVU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. <laughs>